Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. And welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbard, along with Will East, once again in for the vacationing rhino on this Monday, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, Will. Good morning. Well, it's a little tinge of fall out there. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, just kind of teasing us. Yeah. Don't don't fall for the fall because it ain't real. (laughs) But uh, it was a little warm over the weekend, but uh, nice weather overall. Not so much down there around Florida in the Gulf, watching that thing anxiously, awaiting the arrival. Ian? Hurricane Ian barreling towards the coast. Looks like it's uh, headed a little more north, made a bit of a western turn. And looking at the cone, kind of looks like the Big Bend area would be where direct impact would be felt by the citizens of Florida. Originally, originally, as in like two days ago, it was Tampa. It's expected to just impact Tampa almost directly and then skirt across the peninsula. But now it looks like it's a more northerly track further to the west. So we're keeping an eye on it. We shall see. We shall watch. The market, the Dow down 77 presently. The NASDAQ up. And the 10-year Treasury, I think, is uh, sitting around 375 or so. And, again, that's important because that's what pretty much uh, coincides with mortgage rates and other consumer lending interest rates. I got to tell you, I, I'm I'm differing with uh, Fed Chairman J- Jerome Powell here. He's determined to continue to raise rates, and really wants to trigger a, a recession, wants people to lose their jobs, wants businesses to go under, because he says that's just the necessaries. He said last week, pain, pain, we got to feel in order to rid ourselves of this pesky inflation. What happened to the, it's transitory? Remember that refrain last year from him and Janet Yellen and the president yeah. and Saki and everybody else under the sun? It's transitory. Stay calm, everyone. Well, he missed it. I think he ought to be terminated immediately, by the way. I really do. You miss that. You're raising rates. Clearly, it's not working. You don't know what the heck you're doing. I think we need a new Fed chairman. And remember, it wasn't so long ago, the president said, well, you know, about this inflation thing, I'm relying on the Fed chairman to handle it. And I talk about this because who out there among us 
is not enduring the pain of inflation. We had several days of a decrease in the average price of gas. Now we've had four or five where it is starting to uh, trickle back to the upside. 377, I think, is the national average. 489 for diesel. 489 for diesel. And now the concerns about natural gas, I think I shared on the program last week, I got my gas bill for the month of August. You said you hadn't gotten yours yet, right? I haven't, but I should have it. I could probably could check it online, I guess. Well, mine was up 20% from July to August, yet I used uh, consumed less gas. That's crazy. Yeah, and it was higher than my February bill in which we used almost twice as much as gas. I had gas heat. My house, I recall, this past February was quite cold. So... Uh, we'll see where all that's going, but there are reports now estimating $1,000 heating oil bills in the Northeast and Midwest where heating oil is, is typically used to heat homes. $1,000. $1,000. For an average home now. We're not talking about a mansion here. We're talking about just, and that's just, that's just the heating oil. That's not electricity. You're talking about $1,500, $1,800 bills in uh, that part of the country. So you got to wonder, is that going to occur before the midterms, right? And will that have any impact on the midterms? Because, honestly, the Democrats aren't even talking about this. And in any cases where they get questioned about it, they immediately deflect and point two, of course, Vladimir Putin. It's Putin's fault. William and Greenville says diesel was four thirteen a gallon in Oxford on Saturday. Yeah, and the four eighty nine figure, of course, William is the national average. We are fortunate here in the state of Mississippi. We enjoy fairly low. In fact, normally we're forty ninth or fiftieth, and that's because we have, if not the lowest, close to the lowest fuel tax excise tax per gallon in the entire country. So it's brutal. Johnny and West Point, not sure if it's you or my local station, but it has a Wawa effect. We're checking on that, though, aren't we? Yeah. Thank you for addressing my question. Oh, that was from the prior show. Apologize for that. It's uh, rough. Buy 80 to 100 gallons of diesel a day, especially with freight prices down 30 to 40 percent. Yeah. I don't see how you make that work there, Bo. I know that's what you do for a living. How, how do you make that work financially, economically? You're saying that the price of freight is down, but yet the, the cost to deliver that freight is up. How do you make that work, man? man. Seriously. I, I mean, and I know that's, that's a problem nationwide. So I'm not sure if you got this or not, Will, but Jen Saki. You see that? She was on Meet the Press yesterday. You guys know who she is, the chief, the former chief propagandist for the Biden administration. And uh, Jen made a rather, I think, astounding prediction about the midterms. And, uh, of course, those are just a couple of months away. So we're talking about the kinds of things that may factor into the midterm elections but Jen Psaki, of course, the first and uh, endured for, what, a little over a year 
as the White House press secretary. You got it now? Yeah. Yeah, so listen to what she said. If the election is about uh, who is the most extreme, um, as we saw, you know, Kevin McCarthy touch on there with Marjorie Taylor Greene, I'll say her name, sitting over his left side, then they're going to win. If it is a referendum on the president, they will lose, and they know that. How about that? So uh, that's interesting that she says if the midterms, you catch that, are a referendum on her former boss the president of these United States, the Democrats are going to lose. Not too flattering of the president. But if somehow the Democrats can make it about radical extremist MAGA Republicans like Marjorie Taylor Greene, well, then the Democrats prevail. So that's crazy. What's really fascinating to me is this dynamic about that the midterms are about, the Washington Post had a great article about this, believe it or not, are about rights and freedoms. Pardon me, the Washington Times. And the Washington Times, of course, more right-leaning yeah. media source, says more voters say rights and freedoms are at stake in midterms than financial well-being, which is interesting. But here's the deal. To the left... Rights and freedoms mean the right, the freedom, without impunity, to abort a baby up through the ninth month. That literally is how they define freedom. That is top of the list. Freedom. It's incredible. With respect to freedoms to, oh, I don't know, own a gun, own a firearm, they don't consider that a freedom. It's true. When you look at economic freedom and the ability to start and operate a business without the government's boot on your neck, well, they don't consider that a freedom issue. It's all about abortion, which they're trying to make front and center, of course. And it's kind of amazing when you think about it that that all emanates from the Dobbs case here in the state of Mississippi. Absolutely does. I'm betting that Dr. Dobbs never knew his name would be so well known <laughs> and will go down in history, if you think. So the oh, Roe yeah. v. Wade, Absolutely. everybody knows that, right? Mm-hmm. The Dobbs case, I think, is by its side, wouldn't you say, in, in terms of name ID and recognition? Going to go on forever. Yep. But like I've said so many times, how in the world can we ever get anything done jointly if there is, there's, we can't figure out, we can't reach a consensus on how many genders there are. Well, this is the same thing. We can't really reach a consensus on what constitutes freedom anymore in this country. To the left, that means I can kill my baby up until the ninth month. That's where we are. We're going to step aside for a break right here on Middays. We are in the Element Well Studios. And when we come back, we've got Major Johnny Paulus from the Mississippi Highway Patrol. Stay with us. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a huge selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. 
Callaway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Callaway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 20 to 50% off for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown Island. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi live from the Element Well Studios. Joining us now, Major Johnny Polis with the Mississippi Highway Patrol. He's the director of the 1034 Project Wellness and Resiliency Program. Good morning, Major. Good to see you. Good morning, Gerard. How are you today? 
I'm doing fine, sir. Just trying to get the week started. I hear you. I hear you. So they played a little joke on me there. Not sure if you were aware, uh, Major, but uh, I was uh, hosting the show from New Albany Friday, and I happened to catch out of the corner of my eye a uniformed state trooper off to the left, and our engineer, Houston McDavid, said, Gerard, they're coming here to arrest you. <laughs> uh, but, no, it was uh, Trooper Brian McGee up in the, uh, I think it's Troop F up there. That, that's correct. And Trooper McGee is a great guy. He is assigned to the public affairs yes. in Troop F and does a fantastic job. He certainly does. But he uh, wanted to come over and introduce himself and, and uh, wanted me to announce an event you guys had going on this past Saturday, a job fair at all the district offices. And, of course, happy to accommodate and uh, I just wanted to pass on. I enjoyed meeting uh, Brian, Trooper McGee, and like you said, seems like to be a, a fine man, and we appreciate uh, him serving the great state of Mississippi, as we do you, of course, and all the state troopers. Uh, well, we, and we really state. appreciate that, Gerard. Yes, sir. So tell us, uh, give us an update on what's going on with this, this project. You know, it's interesting. i got to tell a little story, Major, because we, we were talking one day. You were still uh, the public affairs director, and we were talking about some of these crashes that uh, the troopers come upon. And I just started thinking, you know, you can't unsee that sort of, sort of stuff. You come up on these uh, horrific scenes, and, and I know it's got to affect them, and I, and I worry about them just dealing with that, you know, and continuing to function in, in their jobs and, of course, in, the, in their family and their personal life as well. And you told me offline about this project that uh, you had been asked to head up. Give us an update. Is that the way you remember it, uh, Major? That's, you, absolutely. You know, and I'm a firm believer in fate uh, with being given this opportunity uh, by Commissioner Tindall and Colonel Randy Ginn uh, to bring this project forward. And we are seeing success. And, and, and you're dead on the money, Gerard. You know, studies show that repeated exposure to critical incidents and traumatic events can have long-lasting effects not only on the officers, but their families as well. An officer can see things in one day the average citizen may never see in a lifetime. And that's some of the things that we've never scratched the surface with in law enforcement when it comes to how we're handling those type of situations. And not only that, how are our families they're subjected to the same type of things, just in a different way. Uh, and we have to start providing resources to them as well. Yeah. So uh, you've been doing this now, what, several months, right? This just started uh, a few months back during this year. Isn't that correct, Major? That's that's correct. And I, I have the privilege of working with Dr. Damon Darcy. Uh, he is on board with the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. Uh, I have learned a lot from him. He's he's a man that has a lot of resources himself. Okay. He can reach out and he can bring them in, and he plays a vital role in the success of this project as well. Yeah, so how, how has it been going with uh, you being at the helm, uh, as you mentioned, the colonel uh, asking you to serve in this role? How's that been going? It's, it's a bit of a change from your, your prior responsibilities, uh, but I, I think you're a perfect fit for it. I said that when you told me about it. How's that been going? It's been going great. And, and, you know, another aspect of a wellness program is that you're, you you need to be more engaged with the public yeah. and the community. Well, you know me, Gerard. Uh, that's, I'm in my element when I'm out, and I'm talking to people in, in the communities and trying to bridge that gap between law enforcement 
and and, and having a better perception uh, not only of law enforcement, but we also, for law enforcement officers, we have to better their perception of society. Yeah. And, and, and we have to work together, and we're seeing a lot of success with our peer support program. Uh, we're certifying more troopers uh, that are able to go out and, and have conversations with fellow officers when they are subjected uh, to something that's pretty pretty tough to deal with. And the program is designed to to, to provide training to officers to help them manage and navigate through these difficult situations they're going to be subjected to throughout their career. So it's we're really moving forward. We're seeing a lot of success. Uh, we've got a lot of work to get, lot to do, a lot of work to do. But again, we've got a lot of support, uh, you know, from our state leaders. Commissioner Tennell was able to work with uh, the legislature this past session and get the largest pay increase for starting salary in the history right. of the agency. That's great. And, again, that's something else we can build on top of to add more resources, more programs to strengthen law enforcement, and, again, to, 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 to bridge that gap uh, between the public and law enforcement. Yeah, so as I recall, uh, Major, you you indicated that this is something that is also going on in some of the other states as well. That's that's you're right, and it's and I'm learning a lot from some of these other agencies across the country in how they developed their program. Keep in mind when you start bringing up one of the components of a wellness program with mental wellness, there's a stigma attached to that yeah. when it comes to law enforcement. Line a lot of law enforcement officers they don't want to talk about certain things, and 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 by the way. Today is National Law Enforcement Suicide Awareness Day. Oh wow! And uh, yes, and that's that's another another issue that is not talked about a lot. But I'll give you give you a sobering uh, sobering statistic, Gerard. Mm-hmm. Currently, we've lost 109 officers nationwide to suicide. That is report. That's just the reported numbers. A lot of times, due to family issues and uh, privacy. The families don't really want to report that, and, and we understand it. But that's the reported numbers, 109 this year. Gosh. We've had 51 in-the-line-of-duty deaths by gunfire. Man. So that, that means we have, unfortunately, more officers have chosen to take their lives by suicide than we, than we do officers that are working out there every single day and are dying in the line of duty by gunfire. It is double the numbers. Hmm. So this program is designed to, to hopefully try to avoid those, those situations, those tragic situations. That's correct. To give officers training that we've never really had in the past uh, when it comes, again, how to manage Manage the things you're going to be subjected to, and you've heard this saying a lot, and I think you, you just mentioned it earlier. There's a lot of things you can't unsee. Yeah. And but you have to. We have to have training and learn how to manage those things. Law enforcement cannot be a sprint. Uh, you know, it just can't. When you're looking at a race, law enforcement, your career has to be looked at as a long-distance marathon, and you have to pace yourself to make it to the end and have a a long, productive life when you retire. You know, I think, as average citizens, Major, we we, we are accustomed to seeing law enforcement officers 
with just this very stoical, unemotional, uninvolved uh, sort of personality and attitude, because that's basically what they get paid to do, is just be just totally neutral and just enforce the law and do their job. But inside, it's a different story, and and I think all of us as humans, and I suspect you've uh, addressed this in, in some of this work that you're doing with this group, you got to let it out as well. You you got to otherwise it'll eat at you on the inside, and maybe that's what contributes to the suicides and so forth. Absolutely, our uniform is like armor for us. The only problem is we we don't know when to take the armor off. Yeah. And you cannot function like that twenty four hours a day. We have to get to a point to where we we live productive, happy lives outside of the uniform. We need we need to learn how to be more. The word normal, normal, outside of the uniform when, when it comes to just being a normal citizen in society. Sure. That's absolutely right. And, and uh, so I, I, I feel like that's probably part of the exercises and part of this training that, you know, it's okay. Uh, and, and maybe you can't do it when you're in public and wearing the uniform, as you say, but in private, you got to let it loose or it'll it'll just kill you on the inside. I mean, it's... It, it's all of us are like that, but it's especially difficult if you've seen these horrific scenes and, and you just have a hard time processing that. Absolutely. Major, we appreciate you coming on as usual, and uh, always good to talk to you, sir. And, and please uh, express our gratitude to the men and women who keep us safe on the highways of Mississippi, the state troopers, the Mississippi Highway Patrol. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We're coming right back. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 85. Tonight, clear skies and cool, low around 53. Your Tuesday brings sunny conditions, high just to 81. Tuesday evening, clear skies, low around 56. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 79. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, and excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. How can RJ Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home, but you're apprehensive because you've heard that the market has slowed? 
I'm Shelly Presley with Four Corner Properties of Central Mississippi, and I'm here to tell you not to worry because we are still booming. Rates are still relatively low, and our biggest hurdle is inventory, so it's still a great time to make that move. Call me today, and I will get to work for you, 601-622-0588, or at the office at 601-952-2828. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janney King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janney King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JanneyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JanneyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Frederick Bell, who is set to be released from prison today, 31 years after he killed two people, will not be granted parole just yet, according to Senator Angela Hill. Over the weekend, we um, confirmed that the notice was not run in the local paper where the murder occurred as required by statute 47717. Uh, we contacted the attorney general's office and the attorney general's office indicated to us that um, she had contacted the parole board and that he would not be uh, released until unless or until the, the, the proper notification to the community was mm-hmm. run in the, in the local paper. The parole board nor the governor's office has responded to a request for comment from Supertalk Mississippi News. To read this story in its entirety, log on to supertalk.fm. Down trees and limbs contacting power lines can lead to power outages. If you are a homeowner, don't get stuck in the dark. Let Taylor Power Systems protect your home against outages with a standby power generator. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today at 601-932-5674 to discuss the right standby generator for your home. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? 
From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. We are in the Element Well Studios uh, once again. I've got to say that uh, the remote in New Albany for the Riverfest was quite enjoyable. What a nice town that is. I hadn't I'm been there in you. several years. Yeah. They got it going on up there. Yeah. I go up there once or twice a year to yeah. visit friends in that area. and. New Albany is an incredible town that has just exploded. It I is. mean, I remember when I was a kid going to New Albany, it was just another little town. But now it, it's incredible. All the um, restaurants and shopping and all that stuff that's that's coming there, and then all the you know the distribution facilities and all that kind of stuff because of the Toyota plant. Yeah, there in Blue Springs. Well, and and the mayor and uh, the alderman at large, Keith Conley, uh, the mayor. Tim Scott, I believe. Is that Tim? Something. I can't remember. But um, anyhow, he was on. they were both on the show at the same time. And they did a fantastic job, I think, of really telling the story of the, uh, of the town and what they got going on. Tim Kent. I knew it had a T in it. Tim Kent. My apologies there. Tim Kent. First time I met Tim and the mayor, Keith Conley, alderman at large. Fans of the program as well, by the way. But the mayor made a great point when he said, you know, we've got... A-rated schools, we've got fantastic health care, and right, you know, right when you come into town there, you've got a, a really nice-looking hospital, Yeah, you got a great downtown, uh, you've got the, um, uh, the, the festival, of course, right, the Tanglefoot Trail, mm-hmm. uh, the, the museum, we had the museum curator, the director of the museum on the program, so they just, he's right, got all the ingredients there, great uh, sports facilities. They were having a big uh, tournament, the Cotton States League, big baseball, soccer going on. So congratulations to them for the great job they are doing and uh, really making New Albany a, a really nice place to live and to work here in the state of Mississippi. And then we also had Joel Bennett, local business person. You, I don't know if you caught that. Well, yeah, you, you were with us, my bad. Yeah. So, But Joel was talking about... Um, his revitalization efforts in New Albany had worked in Las Vegas for his career for quite a many years and then moved back to his home in New Albany and had this idea about uh, renovating some of the, the buildings. It's, it's like a lot of towns. It's an old downtown with a lot of old buildings, but they're still really neat buildings, and it's, it's very crisply configured, that downtown area. And so he's investing in some of those, and and businesses are locating in the bottom floors, and he's putting 
uh, residences, apartments, and so forth on the top floors, which I thought was just a great idea. But anyhow, shout out to, to those guys and appreciate them taking care of us as we were doing a remote, and congratulations on all their success. I think the mayor, uh, Tim Kent, I want to say 16th year, if I'm not mistaken. He's been in that job uh, quite a long time. But I, I think it showcases the best of Mississippi, and we've got lots of great small communities like that. I was fascinated by the story that the, that somebody told about how when Toyota was looking at locating there, yep. how they would go to the local convenience yeah, stores. Yeah, wasn't that great? So what they would do is they would kind of go undercover, basically, and go to the convenience store and buy, you know, a, a Coca-Cola or something yeah. and just see how nice the people were. Yeah, the mayor mentioned that and uh, said that that was a kind of a deal maker for them, that, you know, besides just having a great site and workforce and all the all the other assets they needed to set up shop, that they wanted to get to know the people. And look, hats off to Toyota for even considering that and realizing how important that is. But when you talk about construction of a plant that's going to hire a lot of people that are going to be living in the area, sure, you want to, you want to make sure that you've got just good people that you want to be your neighbors. And that's the way to do it. So uh, hats off to them. I, I've never heard of that before, honestly, where a prospective business thinking about locating in an area... Well, it- it kind of remind me. Do you remember the Max Joe Higgins sure. interview on sixty Minutes? Absolutely, the guy who's obviously yeah. a Golden big Triangle, with, yeah. yeah, with Golden Triangle, and how that he wanted to make sure he had the right tires because they were trying to track yeah. Yokohama tires. Yeah, so he had to go get a new right. set of tires. So what you do it? <laughs> you know, we in the sales business we say you got to dance with he who brung you, right? Yeah. So um, <laughs> we say that around the office all the time, and it's absolutely true. You, you better make sure. It's those uh, little things like yeah, that. Yeah, people notice. Absolutely. People notice. And it's just common sense. You don't have to go to college to learn that. They don't yeah. teach you that in a classroom. That's just common sense. Just the understanding human nature. Mm-hmm. We don't focus a lot on that anymore, do we? But it hasn't changed fundamentally. It hasn't changed dramatically since the beginning of humanity. But yet we seem to have lost that. And, and we're so focused on all kinds of other crap that, honestly, is counter to human nature, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Before we were going to break, I was just talking about this contention we have in this country of how many genders we have. I heard a report this morning that that a uh, professor at Berkeley, no surprise, Berkeley is uh, always kind of on the edge. You know, certainly when I was growing up in the 60s, that was ground zero for oh, yeah. the for the uh, the protest and the hippies and all that sort of stuff, and the establishment and the man that was protesting that. But I want to say that they actually enacted a policy a long time ago that prohibits any sort of discussion of politics, okay, on the campus, which is crazy. Just it, They just wanted to stay away from it. But then I hear now that there's a professor who refuses to get on board with this notion that a man can get pregnant. And that's causing a riff on campus. Can't say that. It's just not accepted that a member of the faculty would hold such a view. That's how crazy things are. So, again, when you talk about this, this, these polls that we were just discussing 
that the midterms may come down to the the concept of rights and freedoms, the issue of rights and freedoms. And that's where we can't agree. So this professor says, hey, I'm sorry, I, I don't believe that a, a man can get pregnant, feels like that he's exercising his First Amendment right to express that view, and then we got the other side saying, you can't say that. So, but yet, that, those same Call people... You a bigot. Right, exactly. But those same people would tell you that, hey, if you're not on board with uh, allowing abortion, you know, all the way up to the ninth month, the third trimester, well, then that, you're just, you can't do that. You're, you, you're infringing on freedom. That's how crazy things are. So we can't, point is, how in the world can we advance the cause of freedom and pursue the more perfect union, as our founders suggested, understanding that we will always be in pursuit of it, we can't agree on what that is. We can't agree on what are rights and what are freedoms anymore. We got people out there on the left saying the Constitution is trash. You know, somebody recently said that. It's crazy. We got this nut, if you haven't been tracking it, folks, this guy, it's, it's running for Senate up in Wisconsin. Uh, Mandela Barnes, he is running against, he's the lieutenant governor of Wisconsin, and he's running against longtime Republican Senator Ron Johnson. Here's what he has to say about incarceration. So I'm happy that we're all here. I'm happy that we're all talking about it. Now that uh, criminal justice reform and reducing prison populations is now sexy, it's now a thing that leading candidates are talking about. Because 10 years ago, people would have ran away from this issue. People would have not come up and people would not have showed up to a forum like this because they would have been scared. They would have looked like they were solved from crime. Yeah. No. What this guy actually, that's not criminal justice reform. He wants to empty the prisons. He's, he's in that camp. This guy's running for U.S. Senate, wants to empty the prisons. And so does that nut Fetterman that's running in Pennsylvania. He's got radical views on incarceration and law enforcement and criminal justice in general. This is timely in our state, right, because we have this, this situation that everybody's scratching their head about where a double murderer was granted parole by the Mississippi Parole Board. That's a big story. We had uh, Senator Angela Hill on with uh, Paul Gallo this morning discussing it. Now, the senator is pointing to a statute, I think I'm getting this right, that says, if you're going to do that, you've got to, you've got to publicize that event when you're going to let out someone that's committed the crime that this particular individual has. You've got to, re- you've got to publish that, and it's got to remain published for a period of time, so... She's basically saying this situation could be delayed for a few weeks, the release of this prisoner. we got to get somebody from the parole board to come tell us what's going on here, because we're all scratching our heads. Is that kind of it a is, way it is the nobody figured out? If you haven't heard the story, maybe we'll talk about yeah. it a little bit later, but it is the strangest deal that nobody can figure out. Yeah, agree. Anyhow, we're in the Element Well Studios kicking off a brand new week for you. We're coming right back.
I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go 601-879-3969. Get in the swing of things at the Sanders and Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanders Anderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat, and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for your tickets today. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange December cotton was up 10 to 92.64. March cotton was up 6 to 89.73. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were up a quarter to 14.26 per bushel. January soybeans were down a half to 14.31 and a quarter per bushel. December corn was up a quarter to 6.77 per bushel. March corn was down three quarters to 6.81 per bushel. At the mercantile December live cattle was up 65 to 149.20. February live cattle was up 57 to 153.27. November feeders up 50 to 178.75. January feeders down 2 cents to 179.45. And at the open, the Dow Jones struggling down 2 points to 29,588. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Have you ever heard the expression, beans are beans? If you were in this room, you wouldn't agree. I'm in an area called trade integration at Pioneer. What's the trade being integrated? The Enlist E3 trade for soybeans. And what's it being integrated with? Ah, that's the really big news. The Enlist E3 trade is now integrated with Pioneer's own exclusive elite genetics. It's called Pioneer Brand A-Series Enlist E3 Soybeans. And there's no other soybean in the business like it. It has all the advantages of being part of a superior weed control system, similar to other soybeans. What those other soybeans don't have is exclusive Pioneer genetics that's designed for high yield potential and strong defensive traits. So at first glance, yes, beans are beans. They may all look the same, but their differences show up at harvest. Pioneer brand A-Series and List E3 soybeans, like no other. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, so what's going on with Tom Petty? Oh, it's not just Tom Petty. I got a theme going on today. I know you do, and I'm trying to figure it out. But and don't thinking, don't look at the screen. I'm not looking at the screen. Throughout I don't know. the entire day, you'll you'll notice a uh, a theme, and it has to do with the uh, stock market recently. Oh, interesting. Okay, got you. So I'm gonna let you figure that out throughout the day. Okay, I'm watching it now. The Dow down to 200. The S&P, by the way, the S&P busted through the June lows. It is now sitting at 36.72. And uh, there was a June low that was a little below that, an intraday low. So we busted through that. I've heard some analysts say we're headed for 3,200, which would be what? A 12, 13% decline from where we are today. That'd be brutal, honestly. I still say Fed Chairman Powell. I mean, really, you you got a trifecta here. It's Mo Curley and Larry. You got Fed Chairman. <laughs> it is. It's Fed Chairman Powell who thinks that con- continuing increases of the Fed funds rate will rein in inflation. You got Janet Yellen, Secretary of the Treasury, who's way more focused on climate change. And basically last just last week, may have been late the week prior, but very recently, says there's still unfinished business. And you know what that unfinished business she was referring to is? Raising taxes. She says we gotta raise taxes on the wealthy, gotta raise taxes on those dirty, greedy, evil corporations. That's the unfinished business. That's the Secretary of the Treasury. And she says we got to do that to support the climate change agenda. She's the Secretary of the Treasury. Why is she so dang worried about climate change? Not your job, toots. It's true. But remember, Joe Biden, day one, said climate change has got to be front and center, central theme of all policy making in the deep bureaucratic state. Climate change. So you got her, you got, uh, with that crap, you got um, uh, Jay Powell, who's just insisting that he's got to continue to raise rates, even though it's not working. And he's making houses unaffordable. It is really not curbing inflation to any degree. Sure, they want to point to the price of oil, the price of gas, but that's not because of any policies, that's because of a of a dwindling and declining demand because interest rates are up. And that is stymieing economic activity. All right, and then you got the president. So that's who's in charge. 
You got Jay Powell, Janet Yellen, and the president. I'm telling you, it's Curly Moe and Larry. Just imagine some of the old boom, oh go take that. You know? <laughs> That's what's going on. Seriously. They are in charge of the economy. Doesn't that make you feel better, folks? That's exactly what's going on. And they don't have a clue. Between the three of them, they don't have a clue. No, I think they're reasonably, at least Powell and Yellen, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I think they're reasonably intelligent people. Joe Biden, I honestly do not think, has the inkling of an understanding of basic economic principle. I really don't. He is hes a swamp rat. He spent his entire career in the bubble that is Washington. And I just, I don't think he has a clue. Anyhow, uh, on the ceasefire text line, by the way, someone uh, had informed us that Senator Hill, I didn't catch that myself, but and that's fine, said that, uh, let's see, that we had let out two murders, two murders previously, the parole board had granted parole. I didn't, I didn't hear that, but um, I don't doubt it. That that's happened. It's somebody said they heard it. I appreciate you uh, letting us know. I don't know what's going on with this. We're we're still trying to figure it out, and I mean we as in Super Talk. I think all the media trying yeah. to figure out right. We're trying to get some response, some explanation from the parole board. Yeah, basically this man. If you haven't heard the story, uh, Frederick Bell is his name, and he went on a, a, a murderous rampage. It's the only way you can describe it. He killed. A man by the name of Gene Bale, no relation, uh, and then went to Memphis and killed another person. It's crazy. And he's being let out of prison um, after, I think, 31 years in prison, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Nobody figured out, honestly. And Gene Bell, the brother of the victim, was on with Paul Friday. So uh, Gene also is anxious to continue to keep this on the forefront of all the discussion. And they had had a meeting with the parole board and everything was, you know, He's going to stay in prison. That's what he and the family are passing on, that the parole board had committed to them, that this guy was not going to be released. But anyhow, the senator points out their statute in Mississippi says you got to you got to make that public. you got to announce it publicly before it uh, goes into effect. So we're going to step aside for a break right here in the Element Well Studios. Ken Newberger, the executive director of the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association, up next. home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Depending on a new forecast, evacuation orders could come as soon as today for some people in Florida in the potential path of Hurricane Ian. Hillsborough County Sheriff Chad Cronister says please heed those warnings. We can replace anything in life, but we can't replace a life. And the life you be, may be saving may be the life of your own. There's a hurricane watch for the state's entire west coast. Kentucky school shooter Michael Carneal's denied parole and will spend the rest of his life in prison. Carneal, who is now 39, was a 14-year-old high school freshman when he opened fire on a before-school prayer circle that met in the lobby of Heath High School each morning. He was given the maximum sentence for someone his age at the time, which was life in prison prison with the possibility of parole after 25 years. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Carneal says he still hears voices like the one that told him to shoot people that day, and he'd said he'd live with his parents and continue his mental health treatment if he was released. America's listening to Fox News. 
RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. On Friday afternoon, Governor Tate Reeves named Lynn Posey as the new executive director of the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Mississippi's great outdoors is important to all of us. And to the best of my ability, I will seek to guide this agency in a way that enhances outdoor recreation opportunities and conserves our natural resources for future generations. Posey, who served as interim director since February, is replacing Dr. Sam Polez, who worked as the agency's head for 29 years. And 12 children were transported to the hospital on Sunday afternoon after swimming in a pool at the YMCA in Flowood. According to police, there was a pump issue which interrupted the circulation of chlorine. The 12 children are currently in relatively stable condition. With Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. The Mississippi Lottery Powerball and Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve are giving one Mississippi Lottery insider a chance to become Powerball's first millionaire of the year. The New York Rock and Eve promotion is packed with prizes, and you could win $1,000 just for entering early. Sign up to be a Mississippi Lottery insider by September 30th for a chance to become 2023's first millionaire. Rules and prize descriptions can be found at mslotteryhome.com slash promos. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Events surrounding the Sanderson Farms Championship kick off today in Jackson. To get ready for Mississippi's lone PGA event, we caught up with the tournament's executive director, Steve Gent. It's going to be 144 of the best players in the world, bar none. I mean, and it's still phenomenal golf, and we're still trying to raise a bunch of money for charity, right? So I, I think it's a great opportunity you know, to, for an event to showcase Mississippi to the world, for sure. The 2022 Sanderson Farms Championship is headlined by defending champion and number 12 golfer in the world, Sam Burns. With the exception of Sergio Garcia, every winner from the last 10 years will be competing in this year's tournament. The course will open up to the public on Wednesday. To learn how to get tickets, log on to supertalk.fm, where you can also find all the latest news in Mississippi. With Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell. Your news. 
It's your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Every day, be sure to catch the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, greatness starts with the 2023 Ford F-150. Winning requires the right game plan, like the impressive towing and payload you will only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com for details. And don't miss the college football fix. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, now, another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Hour two, midday, Super Talk, Mississippi. We are back in the Element Well Studios. And also, it is the week of the Sanderson Farms Championship. It's almost here. Sports Talk, Mississippi will be there at the Country Club of Jackson on Wednesday and Thursday. And then the Gallo Show in middays will be out there this coming Friday. Swing into the Sanderson Farms Championship for a good time and a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Children's of Mississippi. For more information, go to Sanderson Farms Championship, all one word, Dot com. The weather's supposed to be pretty good as well. Looking at the forecast, excited about that. So, Sanderson Farms Championship, it is here, and I look forward to being out there uh, doing middays this coming Friday, and the Sports Talk guys as well on Thursday. Ought to be a good week. Ken Newberger, Executive Director of the Mississippi Medical Marijuana Association, is our guest here on Middays. Thanks for coming in, Ken. Thanks for having me. We just wanted to get you in and get an update. Uh, It's been a while since we've talked to you, and I think the last time you were in the studio, you shared that you thought the retailers would have product for sale by November time frame? Yeah, late November. Okay. Yeah, it it looks like... um, the the plants are are really coming along. They're about most are ha- about halfway through their growth cycle. For the first, the people who started in July, um, it's fun to see uh, plants actually in the ground in Mississippi. It's been been really fun. So there's it, right. There's been a lot of activity, mm-hmm. lot of uh, growers, processors, etc. All uh, busy setting up shop, mm-hmm. getting ready. Retailers now. I haven't seen any in the areas where the localities, the mun- municipalities opted in. I haven't seen any any signage or anything to that effect. So tell us about that. How's so, that work? Um, signage for marijuana is pretty restricted in this state. Uh, okay. What you can and can't advertise. You can put branding up there, but you still have to be compliant with local uh, yeah. local laws. So I think a lot of people are 
are waiting until they have product on the shelves to actually put up any sort of, hey, this is where we are, this is what we do, um, but it won't be super aggressive signage because of the way that it's restricted. I understand. And we should also point out uh, no outdoor advertising. Is that correct on the big billboards and stuff? Yeah, billboards is completely restricted. Can't do that. What about television, radio, et cetera? Um, those are federally regulated airwaves for okay. the most part. Um, FCC gets involved, and so that's not the same thing, but it's really hard to get any kind of cannabis advertising on anything. Um, you know, some local stations might do it on radio, but you won't see a whole lot on TV. Printed media, mm-hmm. newspapers, yeah. so forth. What about that? Uh, I've seen a few things here or there. Is that legal, um, though? It's it's legal. Some restrictions some, yeah, on it, though, and, right? and some people try to bend those rules. So um, we're trying to get get the word around to our members about, hey, look, be compliant. Read the regulations on advertising very carefully. It's, it's rather restrictive, but there are ways to get, get your brand and your business out there. So I think you'll see more and more as product becomes available. Yeah. So what about the municipalities that did opt in? Have you got sort of a coverage map that you've been tracking, the association's been tracking to see where the retailers are located? Is, uh, are the municipalities in the counties that opted in or, or didn't opt out, really, is what the situation was? Because they were automatically in unless they voted to opt out. I think by May 3rd was the date, as that I recall. Yes. Yeah. So and if and several did twenty four or so I think it's about twenty in that range twenty twenty five percent of all municipalities and counties uh, together opted out so out. it tracked okay. you know pretty comparable to the way the vote okay out. okay so what does the coverage look like from your perspective at this point it's it's pretty pretty great um, most large population centers stayed in so I think you're just going to see a lot of people going towards you know Tupelo uh, Jackson Pearl most of the coast stayed in um, but. But the Department of Revenue actually has a really great interactive map. Um, we were starting to build one, but when the Department of Revenue produced such a great map, we just started sending everybody to the we- their website to see the opt-in and opt-out. Interesting. Okay. So uh, anything else that you're hearing from your members? Well, this is a question. Are all those who are in the industry in the various categories, because I, I do know that our law does segregate them into various categories. I can't remember all of them, but growers, processors, retailers, testers, I think, et cetera, using, I think, some SIC codes for that, right? Some in, industry standard codes to identify those. You mean you mean with the Secretary of State? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah there, there right. are six specific ones That's that what are I thought. outlined. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, are they all members? Does everybody join your association? <laughs> Well, uh, of the growers, processors, transportation companies, um, about 85% of them are, are members of our association. Okay. Um, it's I get real personal with all of my members. I, I drive out and go see them. We sit down and talk about what, what we can do to help their business grow in Mississippi because it is a very small and nascent uh, business in, here in the state. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot more just individual mom-and-pop dispensaries across the state that I just haven't had the pleasure to meet, or if I have, it, it's been uh, in passing. So we're starting to get that that real networking coalition going. Um, the Lucky Leaf uh, Expo that will be yeah. in early October, we've got an event, uh, a breakfast on that Friday morning on October 7th, where it's going to be geared towards having dispensaries and growers meet each other, so that way they can hopefully do business with each other in the, okay. in the long term. So we're starting to get that that broad stroke of the industry, but as of right now, we're mostly focused on um, just getting this thing off the ground. Any feel for how much of the industry is uh, owned 
by Mississippians who decided to expand into the industry in one of the seven categories or came from out of state? Um, I mean, I'd say 90, 95%. Most out-of-state companies... From Mississippi? Are, mm-hmm, most oh. most out-of-state companies were not interested in coming. I think a lot of Mississippians got some investment from out-of-state. Sure. But... Um, they're mostly dealing with Mississippi companies. Okay. Very, very few actual, we call them cannabis touching companies. You know, people who are actually growing, processing, or selling um, are, are from from out of state. Well, that's. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm a little surprised at that because I think there's a perception out there, right, that there was just all kinds of these big medical marijuana outfits, enterprises that were just descending upon Mississippi. Right. A lot of people thought that, but I think that's because they they realized that. You know, it's a lot of investment coming sure, in, right? Sure. Just like any other business that you start in Mississippi, you want outside investment. You sure. just want those businesses to be here and stay in Mississippi, and so we're seeing that. Yeah. So it, I, I'd have to tell you that I, I think it's a little surprising, and, and honestly, from an economic perspective at least, it, good to hear that it's it's Mississippi-based businesses. That's right. And, yeah. and, and you asked me about this one time about construction, so I, yeah. I, I don't have a better – answer than I gave you of people are building. <laughs> but it was fun to walk into a facility back in June um, where they were just starting to really get things together. It was one of the first couple companies to get a licensed river remedy. They're down in yep. Byram. Um, and I walked in, and they've got like 30 people building this place out. You know, some people working on the rafters, some people working on the floor, some people working on the the uh, walls. Yeah. And it was just fun to say, like, these people wouldn't be working on this right now if it weren't for the medical marijuana law that we passed. So I yeah. think that's another boom that will never be measured because it's just, you know, six months of construction here, three months over there. But it's still a really great thing to see. You know, when I first had you on the program, Ken, I remember asking you the question if you had any sort of forecast on the size of the industry from a dollar value perspective. And as I recall, at that point, you were estimating 400 plus million. Yeah, what do you at, think now? Yeah, it's probably about the same. After about three or four years, that's what we expect is, is a gross revenue for the for the industry at large to be about four hundred million. And I assume that that is a, more or less a GDP sort of calculation includes growing distribution, testing, retailing. Uh, that's or just are you retail just talking sales. about retail? Okay, yeah, that's just okay. retail sales. All right. Well, and it, which is at the price point where it's sold to the end user uh, right. customer. So, but that's that's a fairly significant and meaningful gauge of the overall size and scope of the of the industry. Right. And it should be an exponential growth. I mean, we should see you know. 10 million in the first year, 20 million in the first year, okay. and then, you know, 80, and then uh, kind of phasing it in, ramping up. You know, it, it, yeah, it'll yeah. take a couple of years, but but that's what we'll do. And we should also point out that uh, all of these uh, various industry players are paying taxes. They're paying fees, really, which are essentially go to the, the general fund. And taxes, because they do pay they their employees. They are paying taxes, yeah, yeah, you're right about that. And there's a sales tax as well. That's right. But there are also fees, depending on what part of the industry you're in. That's correct. Right? From from growing to processing to retailing. Yes. Every, every, licenses, Everybody has to pay a licensing fee, except for institutions of higher learning. If they want to have a, a research, They th- those fees are ways. Okay. Ways. Okay, and that can go. That can scale. A grower, for example, is pretty significant, right? A one time, and then there's an annual license. That's correct. And it, it, if you want to increase that, you have to have you know a conversation with the Department of Health. Let them know that you're expanding, and you pay that that fee above what you're already paying, so that okay. way you make it. Okay, interesting. Well, Ken, appreciate you coming on and give us an update. Yeah, yeah, we'll have, have you be. back soon, I'm sure, because it looks like we're getting closer to that November time frame, which That's you're right. estimating product will be in stores for sale. November, December. Mm-hmm.
We'll step aside for a break right here on Middays. We're in the Element Well Studios. We're coming right back. Stay with us. So you've got to dodge him, you've got to duck him, you've got to keep that diesel trucking. Just put that hammer down and give it hell. He's bound to die, load it up and truck it. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm east bound to watch old bandit run. Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night, Monday. Enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein from Junica Jewelry. Growing up in the diamond business, my dad used to tell me, Son, you can't sell from an empty wagon. And that's why at Juniker Jewelry, you'll find ten times the loose diamonds you'll find at average jewelry stores. Every six weeks, our diamond cutter flies from Tel Aviv, Israel, to deliver fresh production, hot off the wheel, directly to Juniker Jewelry and you. There is no one else between you and your diamond. We buy thousands of diamonds a year, entire parcels, tray after tray, one carat, two carats, three carats, and more. Every shape and size and every price range. You can't buy a better quality diamond at a lower price anywhere in Mississippi. That's the Juniker Diamond Guarantee. And that's why folks come from all over the state. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. Juniker Jewelry. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Ace Bolt and Screw is proud to announce the grand opening of their third Central Mississippi location at 599 Highway 49 South in Richland. Three times the convenience, three times the selection, and three times the service. Visit Ace Bolt and Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson, right on I-55 at the Gluckstead exit, and now Highway 49 South in Richland. They have millions of fasteners, a massive selection of tools for pros, and more. Now three locations strong. Mississippi family owned and operated for over 50 years. Hey guys, it's football season again and the College Corner is back to get you geared up for game day. We have significantly increased our inventory so there's even more to choose from. Still waiting in lines and fighting the big crowds in Starkville and Oxford? Come by and our staff will have you in and out and on your way. Want to score a touchdown at your next tailgate or homegate party? Then look for us online at collegecornerstore.com or come see us at our Ridgeland store and in Flowood. The College Corner, where it's our job to make your Saturdays great. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janney King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janney King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JanneyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JanneyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch.
catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. Right. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Jeez. I'm tired of watching the red ink in the markets, just so you'll know. You ain't making it any better with all these songs <laughs> they're talking about. We're all suffering. Yeah, I know. Don't check your 401k, folks. You won't be happy. Hmm. We're watching this hurricane, and it looks like it is headed... Latest forecast track, right for the Big Bend area of Florida. And, of course, that could impact. They're showing now Georgia is uh, kind of in the bullseye. They're showing Saturday rather stormy weather in Atlanta, 35-mile-an-hour winds by that point, which isn't all that bad. But does it look like we're going to see a direct hit on the uh, the western coast of the peninsula, but rather looks like it's in that Big Bend area of Florida where it starts to, the the, um, the border of the state there, the, the shape of the state starts to turn to the south. It looks like it's right in that curve. So hopefully it won't be too terribly bad. On the ceasefire tax line, we were talking about this person who was Frederick Bell, right, who was released for parole. We've got a great article that uh, J.T. Mitchell has written a couple, I think, that are published on our website, our news director, about this whole situation, Frederick Bell. So on the ceasefire text line, Will says that Senator Hill said this morning that he was only in prison for 10 years. Is that right? I know the, the crime, according to J.T.'s article, was committed in 91. Yeah. It's it's 31 years. It's 31 years. So I wonder where the senator got 10 from. What was that referring to? I don't know. So has he been incarcerated since then for 31 years? What's what's the truth there? What's the, uh, the real deal? I'm trying to find when he was actually incarcerated. Okay. Uh, the murder occurred on May 6, 1991. 1991, yeah. Yeah, so anyhow... Um, we're trying to get more information about that. And I and would would like to know how long he's actually been in in jail in prison for those crimes, but uh, we, we'll see what we can do. And and so it's reported is that uh, and, and talked about by Senator Hill this morning with Paul is that an inmate convicted of a capital offense. This is according to Mississippi State Code forty seven seven seventeen cannot be considered for parole without his or her possible role being published at least once a week for two weeks in a newspaper that runs in the county where the crime was committed. That's interesting. So the notice would have needed to be run, in this case, in the Grenada Star, is the situation Mm -hmm. there. 
and it was not run in the local newspaper. So Senator Hill says the delay could be as long as six weeks. We'll see where all that goes. Intriguing story for sure. And I think a lot of people are seeing what, what's going on across the country. Uh, Will, with so-called woke DAs that seem to be uh, hell-bent on decriminalizing all forms of crime and are more pro-criminal than they are protecting the safety of citizens and the victims of these crimes. Perhaps the, the one that really came to light and got this whole thing started was Gascon out in L.A., the worst, maybe. There's been there's a recall, I think, for him in his Well, seat. I would say that one in uh, San Francisco bad too. was so bad that they actually recalled him. They did. Now, that's how left he was yeah. that the people of San Francisco right. recalled him. He's this one that's the son of the uh, former weather man. That's right. Yeah. Yep. But there, there, there's a lot of them. There's no doubt about it. The recall, however, did fail for George Gascon in Los Angeles. It did fail. But you've got similar situations in New York, and Mayor Eric Adams has been asked about that. You've got just recently enacted law in the state of Illinois, which is insane. I mean, it's to the point in Illinois where I don't think anybody's going to get arrested or go to jail for anything. Based on those laws. They've essentially are in the process of eliminating the bail system. Totally. So when you commit a crime, you're out until you're convicted. Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable uh, that this is going on in this country. But so this is, again, this is where we can't not reach a consensus on the concept of freedom. Because to the left... That's what they believe is freedom. You just never are arrested, charged, convicted, go to jail for committing a crime. And and the crime that would be the most egregious, of course, is taking the life of another person. Mm-hmm. I'd say second of that would be taking their property. Harming them, of course, would I put up there in the same the same level with homicide. But then next is taking their property. So there there are I've seen some sheriffs speak out in Illinois, I've seen interviews where they are denouncing this policy, this law, saying, you know, if someone just wants to squat on the private property of a person, just occupy their property, their home, their residence, their business, they can't do anything about it, is what they're saying. You just take it over. So you don't have the basic protection of your property. You can't have a functioning society without that. And they just don't seem to care. I don't get it. It seems like it's the hold my beer scenario, right? You think you're radical, hold my beer. I'm going left of you. <laughs> hold my Chardonnay while I <laughs> exactly. show you what, what a, <laughs> it's a, a, truth. A real, uh, what real freedom is. And let everybody out of the prisons oh. and let's don't do any bail whatsoever. It's crazy. I mean, it is unbelievable. I know you talk to law enforcement officials in big cities, and that, that's what they say is, we arrest them, but then they're right back out there. Which is a problem with respect to recruiting more law enforcement officers and the justice system in general. You got the Commitment to America plan released last week 
uh, last Friday, I believe, by the House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, and, and that was one of the elements of that plan, was to increase the number of law enforcement officers on the street and to get a hold of this crime wave that's sweeping this country and making the streets unsafe. It's just what's amazing to me is that the same people that advocate so strongly for all this social justice crap, the pronouns and and the gender ideology and the climate change are also running these cities and states where crime is out of control. It's like, well, what about just being safe so that you, you feel like you can walk the streets and not worry about someone taking your life or harming you or taking your property? They don't seem to care about that. So it just blows me away. By the way, on the ceasefire text line, we'll see if we can check this. But will, uh, uh, with respect to Frederick Bell, the prisoner in Mississippi that uh, was recently granted parole by the state parole board, says served ten in Mississippi, twenty five in Tennessee. That uh, that may be correct. Yeah, that that might be a yeah, total, but of a total thirty something years. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. he was originally, by the way, sentenced to death. He was on death row. In Tennessee or Mississippi? In Mississippi, and the Supreme Court of Mississippi ruled that he was mentally disabled. And so they resentenced him to life. Okay. Well, you know, if in fact he is got some sort of mental disability, it's still not appropriate to just release him totally free on the streets. That doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. So, I mean, there's, you would think that the risk of committing a similar or another heinous crime is quite high. And especially if you're mentally unstable, you need some sort of help, some sort of counseling, some sort of treatment. But uh, you've also cannot be released. You, you've got to be you got to be incarcerated somehow. And that doesn't seem to be the case here. So we'll keep tracking on that and see what's going on. Let's see. Yeah, lots of people are telling us he's been in, in in Mississippi jail for 10 years, Mississippi prison, and 20-plus in Tennessee. Appreciate that. But, but st- I mean, even that, think about it, 20-something years in Tennessee for murdering a convenience he mur- It was two convenience store right. people that he murdered, one in Mississippi. One day, in one day. In one day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not on board with that. So... That that is, by the way, that is not what criminal justice reform, rational, conservative, thoughtful criminal justice reform does not seek, in any way, shape, or form, to be lenient on those who commit heinous, violent crimes. It's the people that are sentenced to thirty years for having a bag of marijuana or something, you know, outlandish, or even life. Yeah. And that have never harmed anyone, never taken anyone's stuff, and we're paying to lock them up. And they get in prison and do more drugs, as a matter of fact. We're coming right back in the Element Well Studios. Super Top Mississippi Outdoors coming up at 12 today. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 85. Tonight, clear skies and cool, low around 53. Your Tuesday brings sunny conditions, high just to 81. Tuesday evening, clear skies, low around 56. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 79. 
This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Pillium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pillium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pillium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pillium.com. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Hi, I'm Thomas Trammell with Family Terminal. With all the excessive heat we've had during this summer, mosquitoes are running rampant. Protect your family, protect your home. Give us a call at 601-933-1014 or reach us at our website at www.family-termite.com. That's 601-933-1014 or at our website www.family-termite.com. What are the best-dressed homes wearing this fall? Miss Kelly's Furniture. Cozy up to the latest styles, from classic to contemporary and everything in between. Dress up your home and save as much as $300 and spread your payments out over five years with no money down. Play with patterns, add some drama, or just some finishing touches. With $300 off and five years special financing, updating for fall isn't just easy, it's so much fun. Happy fall, y'all, from Miss Kelly's. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. On Friday afternoon, Governor Tate Reeves named Lynn Posey as the new executive director of the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Mississippi's great outdoors is important to all of us. And to the best of my ability, I will seek to guide this agency in a way that enhances outdoor recreation, opportunities, and conserve our natural resources for future generations. Posey, who served as interim director since February, is replacing Dr. Sam Polez, who worked as the agency's head for 29 years. And 12 children were transported to the hospital on Sunday afternoon after swimming in a pool at the YMCA in Flowood. According to police, there was a pump issue which interrupted the circulation of chlorine. The 12 children are currently in relatively stable condition. With Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm J.T. Mitchell. My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. 
Construction isn't at all what it used to be. It has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Well, the Delta starts in live the Peabody Hotel. Ends on Catfish Road in Vicksburg is what my mama tells. Travel down Highway 61 to a place that we all know. Down by the banks of the muddy river. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi live from the Element Well Studios. Once again, don't forget, it's Sanderson Farms Championship Week. Looking forward to that. The weather looks good. Going to be out at the Country Club of Jackson. Will Middays in the Gallo Show. This coming uh, Friday, and let's see, Sports Talk's there Wednesday and Thursday, right, Will? Yep, Wednesday and Thursday, and then the Gallo Show with special guest host Richard Cross will be there on Friday, and then uh, you'll be there on Friday as well. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. So, Ben from Madison says, good to hear the medical marijuana program is up and running. Hope the legislature will consider adult use down the road. I know Arkansas and Missouri are voting on it in November. Yeah, and I think it's going to pass, honestly. And, um, you know, like it or not, my opinion is within seven years, maybe a little less, you'll have recreational across the country. I also think there's a strong chance you'll see the federal government deschedule it from uh, Schedule 1. Already bills to do so just hasn't gotten a lot of traction, a lot of attention and as a priority in this in this session. But it just seems to be where that's that's headed. Ben also says, I agree, those who commit violence need to be held accountable. No need to change reform or to reform those laws. Right. Uh, Agree. Um, And, you know, I've been involved with Empower Mississippi, which has had uh, an effort uh, as part of its mission to reform some of the criminal uh, or some of the laws in the state with respect to criminal justice, but it's never been, ever, about uh, any advocacy 
for reforming uh, those laws that, that deal with violent criminals. Never. It's, it's about the nonviolent, where we're all spending a whole bunch of money locking people up, and they're not getting any better, honestly, especially if they're in for simple drug possession. They need some sort of help, some sort of treatment. You put them in jail, pretty much everybody will tell you, yeah, dr- drugs are, are fairly widely available in jail, in the prisons. And their habit and their addiction continues. In fact, it might even be amped up somewhat in that environment. So it's yeah. not really solving any problem. And the recidivism rate is, what, 77%? It's, it's crazy. So what, what clear-thinking criminal justice reform seeks to do is figure out the best way to handle these nonviolent situations to the benefit of society and to help them get re-entered into society and be productive. There, there's still lots of, I think, bad laws on the books that make that really, really difficult. I had a friend that had an accident, shoot, 25 years ago involving uh, a truck where they just inadvertently, accidentally ran over a child, and which is terrible. It's horrible. But they end up uh, going to jail for under whatever the laws are, negligence, etc. But this is not a violent person. So now this person's out and trying to to start a business and, and can't get through all the bureaucracy and the red tape because of that on their record. Well, I think that's where there's got to be some consideration for... Because what we're doing is preventing this person from starting a business generating economic activity, hiring people, serving customers. Why well, doesn't make any sense in that case? That would be different if the child was in front of them and they floored the gas with, with malicious intent to harm or kill it. That's a different story. That's not what happened here. And, and, and the, uh, the, uh, the trial bears that out, so there's no question about that. That's just a, a crazy example. But the, the biggest is probably the simple drug possession. Yeah. We just got so many people locked up. Remember the one that Trump, the black lady from, was it Alabama or Tennessee, that when he signed off on some reforms and, and she was released and she was involved and in just transferring a text message in a drug transaction. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And I want to say it was, was down economically and trying to figure out a way to, uh, to generate income, to take care of a family. Just involved in a, tra- a text message. But was locked up for 20-plus years for that. And remember, he, she was released. Did, did he not maybe visit with her, invited her to the White House, something to that effect, but was trying to show how some of these reforms, these were the results of that. Um, anyhow... That's uh, and a lot of people, by the way, texted in to tell us about the twenty years of Tennessee and ten years of Mississippi. Appreciate all that. Uh, I wasn't aware, but I appreciate the clarification. Our our audience is pretty smart. Well, they know about all that kind of stuff, so we appreciate them. Then keep them keeping us on on our toes. William and Brandon asks an interesting question. Says, when, in your opinion, did this country make the shift to such horrendous policies, lack of responsibility, and radical thinking? What the hell's going on here? What's their end game? Yeah, it's it's a good question, and and I really do think it is is rooted in uh, this idea, this narrative of of racism. That when you look at all the statistics about uh, arrests 
in this country, in police interactions, in crime in general, incarceration, there's no doubt it is skewed where the the proportion of black folks in this country involved in that is, is much higher relative to uh, their composition of, of broader the broader population. And so, uh, once again, the default, seemingly the default uh, idea on that, and the default view on that is that, well, it's just racist. So rather than actually looking at the facts of a, a situation, a case, a, 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 um, an encounter with police officers or or the crimes being committed, well, yeah, they really committed a crime, therefore they, they need to be punished in accordance with our laws. No, they look at these statistics on a piece of paper, just numbers on a piece of paper. Well, it's got to be something wrong, right? It's got to be racism because of the, the, uh, the imbalance. When you look at the number incarcerated, the number arrested, the number charged, convicted, etc., relative to uh, the broader percentage of composition of the population, well, no, I mean, you've got to look underneath the covers. Maybe we have a societal problem we need to address so that we don't have that imbalance. But that doesn't justify, well, we've got to let them out to get the numbers to work. That's that march to mediocrity I talk about. And it's consistent, honestly, with the concept and the framework of Marxism, which is just dividing people into these groups like that and having society kind of contentious with each other. And that's, I think, what's happening here. And it's it's across the board. It's not it's not just with respect to our justice systems and our economic. It's our economic systems. It's our academic systems. Heck, you look in private enterprise. Same same thing that we talked about numerous times. Where there's certain large corporations that are incentivizing management. American Express is the one that comes to mind. Yeah, the more black people you promote, the higher the pay is for them relative to the white people. Well, you get a bonus, Mr. Manager, Miss Manager, whatever the case may be. Well, so there's no regard for performance and and qualifications and contribution, but rather it's just race. Well, that's racism. That's discrimination. So how would you feel, obviously, if you're a person who you feel like you've performed better than your colleague, but you don't get the same treatment simply because of your race. Now, they would tell you, well, that happened in the past, and yeah, I do think to some extent that did occur. So we're fixing it now, though. So it's old Ibram Kendi's, it's Ibram Kendi's instructions. It's his principles. Yeah, you got to fix past racism with present racism and present racism with future racism. So basically, he's advocating for the perpetuation of racism. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And you can never be, you can never do enough. And I'll give you a great example. Something that happened recently: Queen Elizabeth passing away. You saw CNN and some other major outlets that were covering it kept bringing up this. Um, well, are they going to do uh, reparations for slavery? Yeah. Are they going to give up some of the, the the family wealth to pay back reparations for slavery, even though uh, Britain was one of the first countries to outlaw slavery? They went to war to fight slavery. Yeah. But they're, you know, this is something that happened. They got rid of it like 300 years ago or something. It's some crazy going back that far. Stuck Still in the not past. satisfied. I know. What happens Stuck after that? Let's go back for the, let's, uh, you know, 
Let's go back. What are the, the Mongols invaded this country? Yes. Let's, uh, let's, uh, they need reparations for what they did. You know, uh, you're never going to satisfy them. All for gain and political power. Honestly, it, it's brutal, brazen selfishness is what it is in my view. Because they're just being selfish about it. Whatever I can do to get people all riled up to vote for me, yeah, I'll say that. It's, not that it's the right thing or it's going to really improve the quality of life in this country. just gets me elected and gets my power. It's ridiculous. Time for a break here on Middays. We're coming right back with the final segment. Don't forget, after the top of the hour, it's Super Talk Mississippi Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The EPA pulled away for an interim decision on glyphosate in the legal case in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. The agency said it will focus on a review of the Roundup ingredient and expects to complete the process by 2026. The EPA walked away from the legal battle on its interim de- determination that glyphosate is likely not carcinogenic to people. Telling the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals this week, the agency will instead focus on Roundup's ongoing registration review expected to be completed in 2026. 
The EPA withdrew the legal challenge because the agency was unable to meet the court's October 1st deadline to complete an Endangered Species Act review and conduct a new health assessment analysis. EPA said such a process would take many months to complete. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Today, I want to talk about a very specific soybean. It's an Enlist E3 soybean, but not just any Enlist E3 soybean. Uh, Let me pull over. I'm at a Pioneer test plot near Portageville, Missouri. This field is dedicated to studying new Pioneer brand A-series Enlist E3 soybeans. What makes these soybeans special? Because instead of the standard germplasm that is in most Enlist E3 soybeans, Pioneer brand A-series Enlist E3 soybeans have exclusive and elite germplasm. Obviously, when we're talking about germplasm, you can't see that with the naked eye. That's why Pioneer has test plots like this one all over the country, to see how their exclusive germplasm performs in the real world. And so far, their performance is impressive. Strong yield potential and great agronomic characteristics impressive. From their DNA in the lab to their health in the field, Pioneer brand A-Series and List E3 soybeans are literally like no other. with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. We are back in the Element Wealth studios. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Yeah, and you I tell you what, you need some help trying to navigate this topsy-turvy, extremely volatile market. I just wonder how many folks out there are having a change of heart with respect to retiring taking a look at their nest eggs and saying, yeah, I can't do it yet. you got to keep on working. You just don't hear that out of this administration. In fact, what you hear is <laughs> this Inflation Reduction Act, which is the most inappropriately named bill ever in the history of this country, maybe, what they continue to, to pounce on and promote is this... Uh, this Medicare situation where the there's a cap now on out-of-pocket costs for drugs under Medicare, cap, Medicare capped at $2,000 a year, and allowing Medicare to negotiate with big pharma or pharmaceutical companies for prescription drugs, which is really just them telling you what they're going to pay, which is going to turn that whole thing upside down. But it's amazing to me how much of... The narrative includes this idea that we're going to help Americans manage inflation and curb their household cost by giving them credits to go buy solar panels, electric hot water heaters, and 
electric heat pumps, et cetera, and electric vehicles. That's how that's how we're curbing inflation. That doesn't curb inflation. And that still requires you to go spend a bunch of money and buy something to receive the credits. But they're selling that <laughs> as a in a twisted, distorted, perverse way as look what we're doing for you, Americans, to cut inflation. No, that's not cutting inflation. That's not driving down the price of eggs and groceries and virtually everything else you buy. Because the only way to do that, in my view, is to increase supply. And you've yet to advance any policy ideas or any policies or bills that would promote and boost supply. None. The U.K. goes off and does it which just astonished me. We discussed that um, Friday. So now, by the way, just after the bell closed over in the U.K., the central bank in the U.K. says that they're prepared to raise rates to boost the pound because when you when you cut taxes and, and take all these other uh, supply-side moves, it can, in some, to some extent, have a negative impact. So right now, the pound relative to the dollar, we're going in the opposite direction. The pound relative to the dollar is at its lowest value ever. Ever. So in other words, it takes fewer dollars to buy more pounds to exchange in the ratio there. So the value of the pound relative to the value of the dollar, the pound is at the lowest level ever in that comparison. Incredible. Ever. Just released by the Wall Street Journal while we were on the break. And that's because of the moves they took last week to cut taxes and even reverse some recently enacted taxes in that country. So you've got a fairly conservative, almost Maggie Thatcher-like prime minister You probably saw over the weekend, folks, I think this is good news, and I hope it bodes well for what we can expect here in this country. Near totally socialist Italy is about to usher in a very conservative government. I hope that means they've seen this crap isn't working. We're going to have to pivot, make some changes here to improve the economic situation, the economic status of the country. Looks like they're about to elect and bring in a conservative government. Wow, that will send shockwaves across Europe, the EU, and frankly the world. Now most of the polls now show the Republicans prevailing in so much as taking control of the House, but by a much lower margin, maybe 10 to 12 seats as opposed to 2025. Still a toss-up in the Senate. Just depends on what day and who you talk to. But we got to watch what's going on in Italy and the EU because I think it's going to translate and be an influencer here in our elections and be a bit of an indicator and a proxy for what we might expect here uh, in this country. Wow. We have uh, got plenty of text here. I'm going to try to reply to a few of those before I get out of here today. But we're out of time because it's Mondays, and that means Super Talk Mississippi Outdoors is up next with your host, Ricky Matthews. I'll be back in the Element Well Studios tomorrow. I think the vacationing rhino returns as well. Right, Will? That's yeah. right. All right. So 
We'll see you then. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone. Talk Mississippi Media Production.